Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of The Gluten-Free Voice. I'm Jules Shepard, your host, and I'm thrilled to have with me as my special guest today, Dr. Rach, who is the developer of an awesome nutritional product called Kids Shake and also Kids Sprinkles, which are a little newer. We're going to talk about those for a little bit too, but what we're really here to talk about today is Rach's specialty, which is really you know nutrition, and she's got gluten-free kids and a gluten-free husband, and now her household is gluten-free. So how do you handle that? You know, If you have taken something out of your diet, i.e. gluten, there are some pieces of nutrition that are missing, and we want to make sure that we can put that back in the diet without adding too much sugar and junk and make sure we have all of the nutritional needs met, especially especially for our growing kids. So I'm really thrilled to invite um, Dr. Rach onto the show today, and I'm really excited to hear all of the information she's going to share with us. So without further ado, thank you for joining us today, Dr. Rach. Thank you, Jules. I'm happy to be on your show. Well, I wanted just to open because I'm sure that there are plenty of people who are listening who are not familiar with your products or why you even developed your products, but I think it's a really interesting story because so many people, myself included, you know, I started my company because there was a need. There was a, a, a hole that needed to be filled that I was filling for myself and for my family, and I learned that it actually was something that was um, going to be very helpful and useful and appreciated by many other people as well. And I, I gather that that's where your foundation for the Kids Shake products came from. But, you know, your whole history there, I know you're a doctor, you have these kids who have nutritional needs, you moved from Australia. It's a really fascinating story, but I, I think from your story that you really had the, the impetus for developing this product because you moved to America, which I think is a really fascinating um, tidbit. So could you just tell us a little bit about your background and, and how you came to identify this need in the market for a nutritional product specifically developed for kids who have, you know, food allergies or, or gluten-free especially, but really any kid could um, really benefit from the product. Yep, no problem. Well, um, I live, I grew up, I was born and raised in Sydney, Australia, and I don't know if any of the listeners have been to Sydney, but it's a, it's a really great place to live. Um, but about three years ago, my husband made the decision that he wanted to have a life change and he wanted to come and live a mountain life for a few years. So we packed up my four daughters, um, we left our beautiful beaches in Sydney and we moved over to Utah right into the mountains. And um, when you set up in a new location, uh, one of you, know, you find all your basic services you need to find. 
you know, um, you need to find a dentist, you need to find a hairdresser, and you need to find a great supermarket and food that you can feed your children. And because my children, two out of four of them have celiac disease, I'm very careful about the food that they do eat. So I went to a typical American supermarket, and to tell you the truth, I was a little bit shocked by how different it was from the average Australian supermarket. One of the first things I noticed was how small the fruit and vegetable section were in the supermarket. I'm used to to, um, the produce section maybe being three or four times larger in an Australian supermarket that it it was here in the US. And that was a little bit surprising for me, a little bit shocking. Um, But I thought, okay, let me have a look around the rest of the supermarket. Mm -hmm. And, And then I went to the freezer section and there was four or five rows of frozen food. Um, in an Australian supermarket, you have one row of frozen food, and I was surprised by the array of processed frozen convenience foods. Um, mm-hmm. Then I, I popped to the breakfast aisle, and to tell you the truth, it was like going to a candy store. There was breakfast cereals with chocolates in it, with marshmallows, with candy. Yeah. It was it was quite they didn't even try and hide the fact that these ingredients were going into breakfast cereals that were targeted specifically at children. Um also baked goods here in the US are probably double the sweetness that they are in Australia. Mm. So I noticed that feeding your children in the U.S. was actually going to be pretty tricky. So I decided, you know, of course I want to give my children a um, whole foods diet, fruit and vegetable based diet, but uh, I I know it's hard to get full nutrition in our kids. Our soil everywhere in the world is depleting. Um, our fruit and vegetables have about half the nutrition they did in the 1960s. So I know that really? there is definitely a need for supplementation in our kids and especially our celiac or our gluten-free kids, our kids which have had gut issues, malabsorption issues, they need supplementation yeah. more than anyone else. Definitely. So, I, yeah, I thought I'd check out what was available um, and so I went and had a look at what breakfast drinks were available on the shelves for children. And I was pretty shocked by the sugar content. You know, healthy breakfast drinks that were advertised as essential nutrition for your children had more than six teaspoons of sugar in each serving. And just to put that into perspective, um, the American Health Association recommends that our children up to the age of eight have a maximum of three added teaspoons of sugar in a whole day. So you've got a apparently wow. healthy breakfast um, alternative, a breakfast nutritional shake for children that's got double the amount of sugar that they should be taking in their bodies. It didn't stop there, though. There was GMO corn and soy products. There was artificial colors and flavors and preservatives. And so I thought, okay, this solution is not going to work for supplementation for my kids. So I'm going to go and check out what there is in the vitamin section. And the vitamin section was not too much better. Um, When I went over and had a look at it, at the children's section, I noticed that most of the products were gummy vitamins. Now, gummy vitamins, it's a 
it's a great way to encourage children to have gummy vitamins, but to have vitamins. But again, you're dealing with overloading sugar. Most of the dosages for the gummy bears for kids are three gummy bears, two to three gummy bears, and they actually contain two to three teaspoons in sugar of sugar. So again, the kids are at their maximum sugar intake with just their vitamins for the day. Plus, it encourages the candy culture. With my children, I want to encourage them away from candy, but it's a mixed message if I give them their vitamins and their probiotics in a candy form and say, have this candy, but don't have this candy over here. So it was this combined situation, and I thought, you know what? I need to develop a product that has no compromises in it, that's superior nutrition for children without sugar, without artificial colors and flavors, with plant based minerals and vitamins um, so that I can help to improve the life of my kids but also help other parents who also have the same concerns. So yeah, that's how I um, came into development of children's nutritional products. <laughs> yeah, I, and I knew it was going to be a good story because I had read you know, online and, um, and I actually was first exposed to your products at Natural Products Expo and I'm getting ready to go again next week. So um, I love the opportunity to find new products like yours there because so many of them do have these really great stories. You know, I think companies that developed for these reasons because the founder is using it for their own family to to help their own family and then other families need it too. I think that those companies are destined to do well because there's obviously a need in the market, but they're doing it for the right reasons too. And um, that's just something I always feel really good about, um, you know, finding those types of companies. But I got to tell you, I was a little bit nervous because it says zero grams of sugar. And I'm like, my kids probably won't like this now. Let me just tell you, I'm not. I'm also one of those parents that does not like the candy. I'm not giving my kids Oreo cookie cereal or any kind of junk like that. We do all kinds of fresh fruits and vegetables, and um, we don't do the candy thing except, you know, I guess Halloween and things like that. But I thought my kids might not like this because it has zero grams of sugar in it. So what is it going to taste like? And and I have given them now the chocolate and the vanilla and. They actually even prefer the vanilla over the chocolate. I think they drink both, but um, they really like it. And we have tried for a long time to get these protein shakes in my kids, and they always complain that they're too gritty or that, you know, it's clumpy or too thick or doesn't have the right taste and, you know, kind of tastes fake or whatever. And, you know, just trying to figure out some way because you're right. There's just – it's impossible in a day to – get your kid enough nutrition. And like my 13-year-old son, the way he's growing, I mean, I could never give him enough nutrition. Um, and so, you know, I give him protein bars or, you know, what, what are you supposed to do? So when I tried this product and they actually really liked the taste, I was like, bingo, because I've tried enough to know that um, it's not yeah. easy to get something yeah. that has the nutritional profile that you've developed, but also that they'll actually drink. 100%. Well, I have four daughters of my own and we worked tirelessly to get a product that not only was good for you but tastes good because you can have the healthiest mm-hmm. product in the world and unless your kids will eat or drink it, it's a total waste mm-hmm. of money. So, yeah, we worked really yeah. hard on that. So I'm glad to hear that your kids love it too. No, they really do. And actually, my husband has developed this um mix uh, that uses the vanilla kids shake every morning and he puts 
um, peanut butter protein powder in it as well, just because my kids love yeah. the taste of, of peanut butter. And then yeah. puts a little bit of avocado oil because the peanut butter yeah. powder is a little bit gritty. Your your mix isn't, but the peanut butter powder is a little bit gritty. And sometimes throws even a little bit of um, dark chocolate powder in, you know, just the, the cacao. Oh and um, yeah. they love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. And I feel oh. so much better about my kids going to school in the morning knowing that they've had not just all these vitamins, but they've got there's fiber in this blend, there's minerals, yeah. there's protein. I mean, it's just it's fantastic. And I actually feel yeah. like a good mom <laughs> when I send them yeah. out the door in the yeah. morning having had their shake. <laughs> Right. It also has some other nutrients in it too that are really, really specific and really important for healing um, gut too. You know, a lot of kids that have had celiac disease, um, they have a damaged gut by the time they are diagnosed. And there's lots of things that you can do to restore that the health and the function of their gut and if I can quick do you mind if I quickly go through some of the things that you can do I would love for you to because I was actually going to specifically ask about the probiotics and I know that's part of what you're going to touch on but this is so important to hear how you know how parents can you know get this nutrition in their kids to actually try to heal the gut from the damage from undiagnosed celiac and and, you know malnutrition and malabsorption yes so in functional medicine they have the five R's in gut healing. Um, Now, I just want to talk a little bit about the importance of the gut first. So the gut, as we all know, is really important because it allows for the assimilation of the minerals, the vitamins, the phytonutrients, the enzymes that are in our food. It allows that fuel to go to every single cell in our body. But the importance of gut health doesn't just stop there. Um, A lot of people don't realize that 80% of our neurology is actually contained in our gut. They call our gut the second brain or the enteric nervous system. And 95% Mm -hmm. of the body's serotonin, like the happy hormones, they are produced in the gut. So gut health has a lot to do with our emotions, our mood control, anxiety, depression. Um, So, yeah, this is really important. The other factor with gut health is our immune system. So it is estimated that about 80% of our immune system is contained in our gut. Now, this makes sense because, you know, foreign bodies entering our body, most of them head through our digestive system. Most of the time we don't have open cuts or or other problems with foreign substances coming to our body, but they come through our digestive tract all the time. So our immune system is based heavily within our gut. So improving your child's gut health will be important not only to get them absorbing um, nutrients properly again, not only getting them out of pain if they've been in pain due to their gut irritation, but it also helps with improving their nervous system, their state of mind, how they deal with stress, and also what their immune system is like. So I just wanted to go into the first R, and the first R is remove the stressors. Now, for people that have been diagnosed with celiac disease, the obvious one is 
gluten. Um, while you've got an injured gut or a damaged gut, you may also be sensitive to other allergens. And so an elimination diet might be needed here to find if you're reacting to eggs or milk or soy or peanuts or fish or shellfish. Now, these things mightn't be long-term problems, but they might be short-term problems while the gut is really damaged. The next thing is, this next R is replace. And this replace refers to replacing the digestive secretions in your body. Now, food comes with a certain amount of digestive enzymes. These are things that allow you to digest the food and get the nutrients out very easily. But when we cook food, when we process our food, um, also modern farming techniques have made it so that our food actually has less enzymes in it. Also, we have enzymes within our own body generated from our pancreas. And when we've been sick, when we've had a poor diet, when we've been on drug, uh, you know, various medical drugs or diseases, these digestive enzymes get reduced. Our body is, does not produce enough. So what happens is, the full nutrition out of our foods we can't get those vitamins and minerals out so one of the important things that you can do to improve your own gut health and to help your child's gut improve is to give them digestive enzymes so that they can get their nutrients back out again now the third r is re-inoculate now our gut has an estimated 100 trillion microorganisms in your gut and this is about one to two pounds of bacteria in your gut. Um, I know this sounds like quite a lot, but when, we've, um, when we're doing those things which damage our gut, whether it's been through a poor diet or disease, etc., the amount of good bacteria in our gut can decrease quite dramatically. So one of the best things that you can do to improve your health of your gut, to get that immune system working, to get the neurological system working properly again, is to re-inoculate your body with probiotic-rich food. Now, probiotic-rich food includes things like um, Greek yogurt and kefir. It also includes kimchi and sauerkraut and miso. Not everyone is able to get their children to eat those foods, so you can also use probiotics, and that's really important to improving your gut health. Now, the fourth thing you can do is repair. Now, we need key nutrients through our diet to help repair our gut. So vitamin A, C and E, these are powerful antioxidants which allow our body to repair. Omega-3s decrease the inflammation, provide the building blocks for repair as well as the amino acid glutamine. So these things are essential. And the last thing is rebalance. So this is having a look at lifestyle factors. Are we sleeping enough? Are we exercising enough? Are we using stress-releasing techniques to manage stress in our lives. So these are the, these are the five R's of gut healing, and, and I think they're really important. So, yeah, my product, um, I made sure that we had digestive enzymes. I made sure we had probiotics. We also have a great um, source of omega-3 wild-harvested krill oil and also a multivitamin, all these things just to help build your child's gut back to its full health again. 
Wow, that is a wealth of information. I've been like scratching down notes the entire time as you're talking, and I'm so glad that this is going to be available on podcast because if you're listening at home, you can rewind, so to speak, and go back and listen to everything that Dr. Rach has just said. That was a, a wealth of information, and while I, I did know a lot of what you were saying, I, there's some really interesting new information in what what you were giving me. So I was, you know, scratching down notes constantly. But um, really, really interesting to hear how you know you've addressed the four R's in um, you know in this nutritional product that you have. But um, you know, in addition to that, you know, as Americans, you've identified the fact that we have too much sugar. There's you know cereal and all kinds of things that shouldn't really have sugar in them, but they do. There's soda. Yes. There's junk food, this fast food, how else besides giving our kids, you know, a wonderful boost like a shake like this, how else do you recommend we take care of our gluten-free kids? I mean, so many of the processed foods that are on the market are so terrible for us, and so many of the gluten-free processed foods are even worse because, you know, they're covering up for um, really bad-tasting flours or, or, or funny-tasting flours by adding even more sugar or fat. So how how do you handle that? I know you said that, you know, two of your daughters are gluten-free and your son or your husband has celiac. Um, you know, so your family is gluten-free. How, how do you handle the food part of the day? Okay, well, um, for me, healthy eating is healthy eating. So it's Healthy eating being gluten-free is really not that different from healthy eating, average, you know, the what we sh- what everyone should be eating. I like to have a vegetable and fruit-based diet, and I make sure I accompany that with healthy sources of protein, such as nuts, seeds, organic meats, eggs, um, good quality dairy, and also great forms of fat. So things like coconut oil, things like olive oil and nut oils. Um, but I'm going to first of all talk about fruit and vegetables. So fruit and vegetables have to be the base of every person on the planet's diet. Um, and most people don't realize how much fruit and vegetable you should be eating. As an adult woman, you're meant to be eating seven servings of vegetables every single day. Now, a serving of vegetables is one cup of raw leafy greens or half a cup of chopped vegetables. Um, As a man, you should be eating nine serves a day. So you can just think about if you are trying to get all those vegetables into your diet, there's not a lot of room for other foods. Now, for our children, I'll give you those, um, those quantities. Our children between two to seven should be having one to two pieces of fruit. Now, for a serving of fruit is either a small apple, orange, or banana, or half a cup of chopped fruit. And they should be having two to four vegetables a day. Now, when your kid gets to the age of 8 to 11, they're meant to maintain their fruit at one to two pieces a day, but be having three to five servings of vegetables a day. And our teenagers, the 12 to 18-year-olds, they should be having three to four servings of fruit and five to nine servings of vegetables every single day. So one of the traps with Um, changing to a gluten-free diet especially if you have a gluten-free child is that you just are so relieved to have something that is gluten-free and something that they'll actually eat that you forget the principles of basic nutrition and I can totally understand children often come um, when they get diagnosed with a gut-related disease they have bad 
emotions towards any food. So getting them to eat mm-hmm. healthy food can be really tough. Um, additionally, they want to be eating foods that actually heal their bodies. So I mentioned before, like the fermented veggies, the kimchi, the kefir, but also great things like coconut oil, um, avocados. Um, yeah. Yeah, all those things help to improve their function. Also things like soaked nuts and seeds, they're a great source of nutrition um, and help to repair their bodies. So, yeah, that's, oh, that's um, great you information. Know, yeah, for my family, you know, the things that we tend to eat, we I try and make our dinners either salad-based, so we have the vegetables as the starring role and the meat as the the smaller amount on the side. We have a lot of soups and stews. Um, they're fabulous too for a nice, easy way for your body to assimilate the nutrition. We have a lot of broiled or poached proteins with vegetables and we like to eat things like brown rice and quinoa which have got tons of nutrition in it. Yeah, quinoa, I've just have come to absolutely love it. We use it in so many different things. What we end up doing a lot of is um, we'll grill a ton of food. I mean, tons of vegetables. We actually yes. have two grills. Yes. <laughs> My husband stands out there yeah. in the cold and <laughs> grills, like the entire grill is full of vegetables, and then the other one has oh, some fish on, on it or him. something. And then, yes. yeah, and so we'll eat that whole thing like one night, and then we have so many leftovers, and so we'll mix yes. it with quinoa one night and make like a big mash that's just one of my favorite things to eat. Um, and then maybe we'll put it in a, and make a homemade soup or something like that. So we'll, we'll eat that same amount of food. We'll put it all in, in different leftover buckets, so to speak, that become their own meal yeah. um, for the next three or four days, which has really helped me as a mom because I, I don't feel challenged to come up with an entire meal every night from scratch. I've got, you know, the, the pieces that we've already grilled um, that are ready to yeah. go and be repurposed. Um, put them in a quiche yeah. maybe or, you know, something like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the veggies yeah. are just so phenomenal. We also have started think- – um, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think that learning how to cook with herbs and spices is really essential too because you can take those same grilled veggies and you can put basil with them one night and thyme with them with another night or smoked paprika with them and you can change the flavor of them quite significantly and also increase the health benefits of them. Yeah, and one of my new favorite things is um, balsamic vinegar. I mean, I've always liked it, but I use it when I make um, shrimp or fish for my kids, which is one of the things I do several times a week just as the side, you know, the the meat, so to speak. Um, I'll just cook it just in maybe a little bit of olive oil or avocado oil and balsamic, and they go nuts over it. They love it. Oh, Um, it sounds delicious. It's the simplicity. It's it is yes. it's it's almost it almost caramelizes because the balsamic is just so yummy. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing how how it it doesn't have to be so complicated, and honestly, it doesn't have to be so expensive. If you buy your um, fruits and vegetables well, in bulk, yeah. um, you know, and you yeah, can get them in, sure you in your shopping, yeah, yeah, eat seasonally, right? Or you know, yes. when, you, when there's a big harvest of berries freeze them then when they're cheap or oh, yeah. you know occasionally use um frozen i know i love berries right but they're expensive but frozen berries mm-hmm. are a lot cheaper and that's a great way of incorporating berries into your diet so you have to be creative definitely but yeah. eating simply is the best way to eat gluten-free the best way to eat healthy 
Um, and I mm-hmm. think that teaching your children how to cook basic gluten-free meals is probably one of the biggest gifts you can give your gluten-free child because, you, you know, going out um, or eating processed food, almost everything has got gluten in it. There's hidden mm-hmm. wheat in almost every food. So teaching your children how to do this themselves, that's essential for them once they leave your house to make sure that they keep eating well and they keep eating gluten-free. Yeah, it's almost become a joke in our house because, you know, we're packing lunches or whatever and, and my kids say, we want this and this, and we'll, we'll turn to them and raise our eyebrows. Where's the protein? <laughs> like yes. they, oh. They've learned that, you know, we've got to identify a protein source. We have to have a fruit or a vegetable. We have to have some nuts. Like, you know, yep. th- these are the things that we put in your lunch. So which of these things is going to meet the needs of, of each of these food groups? But it's it's good because you're right. You're educating them about what their bodies need to be healthy and to grow and they'll take that with them as a lifelong lesson. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a little thing we can impart, yeah. I guess. I know. I think well, it's really important to explain to your child why they are eating gluten-free too, um, to be really positive about them eating gluten-free, that that they know that it's a really healthy way of living to make sure you never complain about having to make accommodations for them. Um, yeah, I think that yeah, children that's a really... love that knowledge. That's a really, really good point because, um, you know, so many, I know, you know, my kids feel guilty if they think that I have to go out of my way to do anything for them, you know, be it drive them to a, a lesson or it doesn't really matter. Um, they, you know, don't want to put me out, you know, and if yes. if you're in some way making your gluten-free child feel like you're working harder or um, going out of your way because they're gluten-free, then they will start to, you know, to feel somewhat guilty about that and feel like it's their fault. And that's absolutely nothing that you'd ever want to do, which is one reason why I think it's so great when families like yours, um, not everyone in the family has to eat gluten-free, but your family eats gluten-free because that way no one is called out as being, um, you know, different or a troublemaker <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um, the whole family eats healthy, they eat together, um, and they happen to be eating gluten-free. I think that's healthy emotionally too. Yes, yes, 100%. Now there was just um, one other type of food that I wanted to bring up that was really important for children or for anyone that's got gut issues, and that is um, the concept of GMO-free food. Now this is um, had a lot of media. People are getting excited about eating non-GMO food, but not everyone realizes the implications that G that genetically modified food has on their gut. Um, genetically modified food has been designed specifically to be herbicide and, and pesticide resistant, and this means that they can withstand heavy, heavy spraying, and these residues are contained still in these foods. Now, these pesticides, the most notable one is Roundup. They actually create inflammation and holes in your gut lining and give you a leaky gut. Now, if you already have pre-existing celiac disease or any other inflammatory bowel condition, you want to make sure that you get GMO foods out of your diet. Very good point, and I appreciate you throwing that in at the end. Um, Can you just briefly tell us your website in case others would like to hear about how to find more information about you? Yeah, it's www.kidshake.com. That's K-I-D-Z-S-H-A-K-E.com. Great. Thank you so much, Dr. H. I really appreciate it. We could have talked for hours. I'll have to have you back on again because <laughs> this, this is really fascinating. Great. I really appreciate fun. it. 
Thank you so no much. Problem. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.